Welcome to the home of the blessed people. And here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Adeomo. of a war. We want to thank you for this glorious day that you have made, a day of rejoicing and gladness, celebration, a day of fulfillment of your word. As we're about going into the word, we ask you to bless it. Let it mix with faith in our hearts. Let it produce the intended fruit you have designed and desired of us to have. Let our lives never remain the same after this encounter with you. Let it be a drawing nearer to your originate your predeterminate counsel that you have had in mind for us even before the foundation of the world. We thank you because only the plans of God will surely be established in our lives. We give you the glory and praise as you teach us, as you reveal your word, as you reveal your original intent to us today via your word. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Once again, I want to welcome you to your year of great harvest, your year of soaring high, your year of great turnaround, and a year that the devil can't do nothing about what God is out to do in your life. The devil can't stop it. The devil can't stand it. And there is nothing he can do about it. If you believe God, lift up those winning hands and shout hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I brought a word for you in this new season, captioned, positioning myself for my new season. It's going to be a series. I'm going to do part one today. Part two comes next week. And part three comes on the last Sunday of this month. It's captioned, Positioning myself for my new season. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a great year for us. Despite all that the devil has in stock, despite the circumstances and situations going out there, I want you to know that God has you in mind and it's a great year. It doesn't matter what you are seeing. It doesn't matter what you are hearing now. This year is a great year. I want you to say it. It's a great year for me. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, without a shadow of doubt in my heart, I'm telling you this from the depth of my being and from the core of my spirit, that we are in entering into a new season. Life itself is full of seasons. Life is subject to change. Looking at the earth itself constantly, the earth is rotating. The earth is changing in the natural. You might not feel it. You might not you might not feel it, you might not know it, it might not look like it, but things are changing, even in the physical. This is what gives birth to seasons and times. 
in this part of the world, we have, we, of course, we have the spring, we have the autumn, we have summer, we have winter. In some other parts of the world, just tropical seasons, where they have just the rainy season and the dry season. But there are seasons and there are times. Ladies and gentlemen, it's important for you to know that life is that way. Life is in seasons and in time. Like I said, we are just like a big ball. The earth is like a big ball rotating in the sky. Just rotating, rotating. And it's the rotation that gives birth to the seasons. It's constant change that gives birth to physical seasons. Spiritually also, God is constantly changing things. And we need to be alert as to know when things are changing. When those changes occur, so that we can position ourselves for those changes. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it is in our being able to position ourselves that will dictate how effectively we are able to live our lives in the season itself. It's the positioning that will dictate. It's the positioning that will allow is the positioning that will permit how that season is going to be for you and I. You don't need a prophet to tell you that things have changed in the realm of the spirit. Things have also changed in the physical. Daniel 2.21 establishes this fact. Please put it on the screen for the people of God. Daniel 2.21 where Daniel indicated that God changes seasons. God changes seasons. Daniel 2.21. Please put it on the screen for the people of God. And he changed the times and the seasons. He removed kings and set up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise and knowledge to them that have no understanding. The key point here is that he changes times and seasons. He changes times and seasons. We must also recognize whether the changes, thank you, Jesus, we must also recognize what changes. Even when the changes come, what are the things that change? Change in season is different from change in circumstance. We must also note that, that a circumstantial change can be weighted out. A circumstantial change can just be for some time. For example, if it rains yesterday, today it might be a bit muddy. But if you give it some time, maybe another day, the mud will become dry. So you can say the mud around is just a circumstance. It's not the season. When it comes to season, season is not what you can wait out. Season is not what you can say, okay, let me wait two or three more days. No. A season is for a long protected period of time. And that's why I want to allow, announce to you, ladies and gentlemen, what's happening in the world today is a seasonal change, not a circumstantial change. It's a seasonal change. That is, some people are, it's not what you can wait out. Things are not going to be the same anymore. The, the new normal is already new normal. It's not going to be, if you are still waiting for the world to return to the way it used to do things, <laughs> beloved, you are in for a big joke. 
It's not going to be same old, same old anymore. And that is why I'm saying to you, God is announcing a new season, spiritually speaking, and you and I need to position ourselves for this new season. Praise God. And the best way I can illustrate this change to you is by going into the scriptures. I want us to examine. Let us see an example of how to learn to position yourself for new seasons. According to the scripture, I have a favorite scripture in 1 Chronicles 12. 1 Chronicles chapter 12. It's a story. Let me give you the background of the story. In this place of the scripture I'm about to read to you, Saul had reigned for 42 years in Israel. Spiritually, things were not going too well for Israel. Israel was in a turbulent situation as a nation. They were losing their spirituality. A lot of them had backslidden. Even Saul himself had degenerated to consulting witches and uh, uh, other gods, so to speak. He had backslidden spiritually speaking. He wasn't in connection with God. I mean, a whole king of a nation who had made God his God was consulting witches and wizards. And David had been anointed king. But he had to wait for a period of years before the reality of his kingdom. Now, Saul died in a battle. And now, there's going to be a change of power. This is the season. Now, there was a change in season. There was a change in leadership. Probably the people in Israel at that time had known, known no other leadership Except the leadership of Saul, because it was quite for a period of time, 42 years. You can imagine people who are 50 years old or 60 years old and below, they were all the leadership they really ever knew was the leadership of Saul. So now a new season was coming in. A new day was coming in. Things were going to change. So we see this scripture in 1 Chronicles. His style of leadership was all many people knew. You, you know that now. Now, in 1 Chronicles chapter 12, verse 23, please put it off the screen for the people of God. 1 Chronicles 12, 23, please pay attention to me today. Don't lose because there's something important that God wants to get into your spirit. And once you have it in your spirit, you will go a long way in this new season. You will be smiling when others might be crying. It will be well with you. I pray for you with all my heart that what you need to know, what you need to do, God will put it in your spirit this morning in the name of Jesus. First Chronicles 12, 23. Now, these were the numbers of the division, divisions that were equipped for war and came to David at Hebron to turn over the kingdom of Saul to him according to to the word of the Lord. Now, they were going to turn the kingdom of Saul to David. Note the word. The word says the kingdom of Saul, not the kingdom of Israel. The kingdom of Saul was going to be turned to David. And note, this was what they came to do. The leadership change. They came to ensure a leadership change. 
Remember, these guys were equipped for war. And they have come to ensure a leadership change. Now, I'm taking this story because it's a new season. The principles of God are timeless. When a new season is coming, there is a way you position yourself. Now, we're going to read further now, verses 31 to 33. That is 1 Chronicles chapter 12 from th verses 31 to 33. The first one we read was 1 Chronicles 12, 23. Now we are going to read 1 Chronicles 12, 31 to 33. And half tribe of Manasseh, 18,000, who were de designated by name to come and make David king of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. Their chiefs were 200, and all their brethren were their command of Zebulun. There were 50,000 who went out to battle, experts in war, with all weapons of war, stout-hearted men who could keep ranks. Earlier in this chapter, Different tribes were being mentioned and the weapons they carried to go and ensure this transition, this change of government, this change of leadership. Every tribe sent in troops with weapons to make sure that it was a smooth transition. Now, a tribe is mentioned here. This was the only tribe that did not go with any weapon. They are called the sons of Issachar. No shield, no weapon, no shield, no spear, no bow, no arrow. But they had, all they had, and all they took with them was understanding of the times. They were going for a transition, a change of season. No wonder they were distinguished no wonder all the brethren were at their command. Because they took with them the most important weapon. I'm not saying it's not good for you, ladies and gentlemen, to go with weapons of war. Weapons of war are needed in such times to quench fairy fires. But that is not what's going to put you on top. It was a seasonal change like with the whole world is experiencing today. Like you are experiencing. Like the kingdom of God is experiencing. This is not the way we used to do church. But it has come to a new season. Hallelujah. This is not the way we work. Work from home. Work on the internet. But we have come to a new season. This is not how we go out in restaurants. We have come to a new season. This is not how we used to have parties. They now have Zoom parties. Amen? We have come to a new season. Praise God. The way we do weddings is not the way we are conducting it now. The way we shake hands is not the way we shake hands anymore. We have come to a new season. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, what you need in your new season. Is understanding of the times. You need understanding like never before. This was what the men of Issachar had insight in. 
You just don't go to war with weapons. You need understanding, ladies and gentlemen. Don't just go into a new season anyhow. You need understanding. And it is interesting. All others did not have understanding but weapons. It's strange that it's Issachar who had understanding. Because by nature, by character, by proposition, by prophecy, by birth, Issachar was not qualified. But Issachar chose, chose understanding. So let us quickly look at this guy called Issachar. Issachar, what does it mean? Issachar means... The one paid to serve. The one paid to serve. I took this example of Issachar because many people think they are not qualified for certain levels. But you, you need to wake up at this junction of transition and change. That this is a leveler and everyone who chooses to make a difference has been pre-qualified. Many people think because of my birth, I can't make a difference in my world. Because of the nation I come from, because of my pedigree, because of my family. My family is not significant in this society. My family cannot contribute anything. My last name does not qualify me. Many people think it's their education that doesn't qualify them. They haven't gone to privileged schools. Many people feel that it is the journey of life that does not qualify them. Listen to me and know the story of Issachar today. This came about because of how he was born. That's why he was given that name Issachar. Why? Because his name as the one paid to serve. Issachar's mom, as you know in the scriptures, is Leah. Leah was one of the wives of Jacob, the one he did not love. She was one who was giving birth, unfortunately. She was the one who was giving birth. The one that was loved wasn't giving birth. So a time came, Rachel negotiated with Leah. I won't go into the details of the negotiation. But at the end of the day, Leah had to come back to her husband. He said, I want my husband back. And it was in the midst of that negotiation and calling for her husband back that she gave birth to this guy called Issachar as a result of a negotiation. Here is my wages as a result of negotiation. Here is my wages. So that was how he was born. His birth was not of a noble one. He wasn't born under noble circumstances. You can say it was a shady deal. <laughs> he was born under some Shed these circumstances. It wasn't a glorious birth. Second thing to note about Issachar was what his father said about him. Remember his birth? It wasn't really, it's a crafty arrangement. Look at what his father said about him. Turn to Genesis 49 from verses 14 and 15. Please follow me today. Follow me with all your heart because I know God is going to drop something in your spirit that you will live to remember for the rest of your days. Amen. Genesis 49, 
14 and 15. If you are there, say, I got it. Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between two burdens. He saw that rest was good and that the land was pleasant. He bowed his shoulder to bear a burden and became a band of slaves. This was the prophetic declaration by his father over him. Jacob predicted that Issachar will be a tribe of slaves. In the land of their promise, when they get there to settle down, he said he's good, he's a strong donkey. If you know what a donkey is for, it's just used for services. The father said he's a donkey and a, and a burden is all he knows how to handle. Just carrying burdens all over the place. That in the promised land, this is what is going to be his experience. Listen to me. Let us retract what was being said about Issachar. Number one, Issachar, his birth was shady. Number two, his father's prophecy. When the father was saying that people like Nephtali will be blessed beyond borders. When others were carrying heavy things in their lives. What was said about Issachar? That he's going to be a strong donkey. His prediction of his father concerning him was that he was going to be a slave, even amongst his brothers. But in this passage, he is not a slave. That's what I want you to know. In this passage, he's not a slave. In 1 Chronicles 12, he wasn't a slave anymore. He was actually providing guidance and leadership for the nation. He was one who had understanding of the times. Wow, what now happened? Something must have happened between now and between the time Jacob said that you are going to be a slave. Between the time Jacob said what Jacob said about his destiny to the present time, to the reality of his destiny, something changed. I will take that again. From the time Jacob, a patriarch, spoke, prophesied over his son Issachar from that time that he said he was going to be a slave to the reality of his destiny. Between that time, something must have changed. What brought the reversal? How did it change the times and seasons in his own life? It means something has... It means, let me tell you what this means to me straight. It means whatever has been determined about you can be changed by you. Whatever has been determined about you can be changed by you. And I see in this season, a lot of changes are going to occur. Oh, places they thought you can never get to. Positions they thought you can never hold. Businesses they thought you can never handle. Finances they thought can never hit your bank account. Images they thought you cannot bear. Listen to me. Change is coming. If you believe it, I want you to shout yes on top of your voice. What has been spoken concerning you can be altered, ladies and gentlemen. In this time and season of change, I have come to announce to somebody under the sound of my voice. 
People might have written you off. Listen to me this morning. They might have thought you will not amount to anything. They might have thought you can never be qualified for anything above what you are now. But I speak to you by the power of God. Wake up. Seasons have changed. In the name of Jesus Christ, it's a new day for you. If you believe it, shout yes. If you believe it, shout amen. God is repositioning you for greatness. People of understanding are rising. You will not lack understanding in the name of Jesus. Now look carefully to this story I just shared with you. Of the sons of Issachar. The whole tribe. And chiefs. Or the heads of Issachar. The sons of Issachar was the whole tribe. But the chiefs, the leaders, were about 200. 1 Chronicles 12, 31 to 33, you see that. Issachar is the only tribe whose officers are delegated to, by the title heads. Their officers were called heads. Their officers were not called officers. They were called heads. Why? Because they were leaders. Because their heads were thinkers. They could think. They could think. Deep thoughts was their portion. Out of a supposed band of slaves emerged great thinkers. They became guardians and leaders of a whole nation. Even during transition, they headed it. The Bible said their brethren were at their command. They were waiting for the next things to say because they have transited from being slaves to leaders. I see transition coming from many people. They have thought you are just for service, but you are, come to, you are coming to provide guidance and leadership for the nation. Oh, wake up. The giant on the inside of you, I command to wake up in this season. You will not sleep. You will not, be, you will not slumber. But you will stand up to stand out. In seasons like this, in the name of Jesus, God will do a spiritual surgery in you that the greater one on the inside of you will rise and will shine. For the glory of the Lord has come upon you in this new season. The glory of your maker has risen upon you. If you believe it, shout a good amen. Who are thinkers? This is what was responsible for they not being slaves like Jacob prophesied. They had a new set of leaders. They had a new set of thinkers. In this season, God will give you wisdom beyond the ordinary. Your understanding will not be locked up. Heaven can be, I mean, the earth can be on lockdown today. Your own heaven will not be locked down in the name of Jesus. It is very possible to change prediction, ladies and gentlemen. It is very possible to change everything negative that has been spoken over your life. It might not even come negative, but the thoughts of men for you, that they don't think of you well. They don't think of you being above. They don't think of you doing well. But I'm glad to announce to you today 
that God is announcing to you, my son, my daughter, it is your season, it is your moment, it is your hour, it is your time in destiny. Rise and shine, for your own light has come, and the glory of God has risen upon you. If you believe it, say good amen. Oh, I can't feel your amen this morning. They knew what? What did they know? Number one, they knew what they should do personally themselves because of understanding, because they have become thinkers. They, they knew exactly what to do. That's the first thing. And number two, they knew what the whole Israel ought to do. Wow. Influencers of national thoughts. What is your responsibility from Issachar? What can we glean from Issachar? Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Look at Issachar's birth. It was very dubious. Maybe you don't come from an aristocrat family too. Maybe you are the first in your family to even relocate. Maybe you are the first in your family to ever achieve what you have ever achieved, even up to now. But listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. Your birth may be a minus. Your birth may not be as strong as what it ought to be. But listen to me. Your birth circumstance cannot stop you in this new season. The circumstances around your birth cannot stop you in this new season. No matter how dubious and questionable it is, listen to me. God has raised you beyond that. Number two, prophecies from the dad. Perhaps your dad did not encourage you. Perhaps your dad did not affirm you. Perhaps people who are leaders and fathers over you did not encourage you. Perhaps your fatherhood, I mean the fathers over your life, the prophecies or statements they had to say about you was nothing encouraging at all. But listen to me, it doesn't matter how many people have spoken negative to you. I want to announce to you it's a new season. I say it's a new season. No matter what has not been working before, God has brought you to a new season. Listen to me, accept your new season, ladies and gentlemen, because the reality of Issachar is that what the background story is saying, what the prophecies of his life was saying was very contrary to the reality of his experience. And I, and I pray for many over the airways right now listening to me, everything that is negative in your life, everything that is supposed to be happening negatively that is not happening god will surely turn those negativities around avoid you from participating in those negativity like it was for Issachar, and you will come to the reality of your destiny in the name of jesus and what made the change what was the game changer what changed Issachar? from following the prediction of his father from his birth circumstance to be just a servant and a donkey for the rest of his life. What was the game changer, ladies and gentlemen? Because he had understanding of the times. I believe, I believe from the depth of my heart and from the core of my being, you can rewrite history. You can rewrite the projection of your life. Because of understanding of the times, you can change the outcomes of whatever, whatever any prediction 
is saying about your life. First Chronicles 12.40. Let's quickly read that. Is somebody been blessed this morning? Oh, tell somebody I'm going for that change. Things are going to change majorly for me. <coughs> moreover, those who are near to them were bringing meals. Let's say, moreover, they that were near them unto Issachar and Zublom and Naphtali brought bread. See that? Very important. They were, they were all rejoicing. Oh, regime change has come. They were going to transfer rulership, power, leadership to, 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 to David. Lots of men of war were around and so on and so forth. But you see, no tribe thought of the details of the transition except Issachar. Issachar and his younger brother there also talked about the transition. Anyone who knows an army, when an army is gathering, one major thing they need is food. Nobody thought of that. Nobody thought of that. But look at them. You don't give an army food and you see what will happen. Praise God. But you see, they went ahead. They had already given them food. Change of season, you must make provision for that change. That's one thing to learn. Make provision. Everybody say it with me. Make provision. Make provision for the change. Issachar was right there making provision for the change. We have to provide for the change. Many people, li listen to me. What does this mean? Knowing there is a change in season is one thing. But making provision for that change is another thing. Many people say it even today as a rhetoric. That, oh, times and seasons are changing. Oh, same old, same old. Things are not going to return back to normal. People are saying it. It's all over. It's not news that things are not going to return back to normal. But the question is this. Have you made provision for the change that is coming? Have you made provision? Have you positioned yourself for the change that is imminent? It is possible we live in the theory of this, ladies and gentlemen, that things are going to change, that things are going to be different, that things are not returning back to normal. We can talk about it, sing about it, make a rhetoric of it, but nothing and do nothing about it. It is possible we talk about it and do nothing about it. And I'm very much afraid of this, that this will not be your story. This will not be your position to not do nothing about the change that is imminent. I'm here this morning. God has sent me to you this morning to make you understand about the changes you need to make. It's possible to know that change are com changes are coming and do nothing about it simply because we do not plan for it. It's not about the weapons of war. It's not about the weapons of war, but about you having understanding of the times. People know what to do. People who know what to do are people who will lead the world. Are people who will do well in this season. May God give you understanding in this new season. 
Oh, pray. I want to give you one minute to pray for understanding before I begin to wrap up this. Because if there's one key that the Lord, there are many things I still want to share, but look, one key you need in this new season is understanding. Please put Luke 24 45 on the screen. And I'm going to give you a minute to quickly pray now before I go to the concluding part of this message. Luke 24 45. That's the prayer point. Say, then opened he, this is Jesus, then opened he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Did you see that? Then opened he their understanding. So that means understanding can be closed. Understanding can be locked up. But Jesus did a miracle for these guys. He opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Put your right hand on your head and pray for a minute. Lord, open me up in this new season. I can't go further without understanding. I need depth of understanding so that I can be like Issachar. No matter the circumstance of the birth, no matter the negative prophecies, no matter the prediction and outcome, that I can surpass them all with understanding. Give me understanding. Open me up for understanding, oh God. Open me up to understand in these seasons. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are praying. Understanding is so vital, ladies and gentlemen. And that is my prayer for you in this new season. That you will step into a higher realm of understanding. That the eyes of understanding of the Lord will flood your hearts. That you will understand Oh, the times and seasons. You will understand so that your brethren will be at your command. You will understand so that guidance and leadership of the Lord will be your hallmark in these last days. Positioning yourself in this new season. You want to position yourself? Go after understanding. Oh, I pray for you one more time. Church, you will understand in this new season. You will figure it out in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. You see, understanding will make you know that God wants you to be above and never beneath. That it is constitutionally wrong for you to be low flyer. It's understanding that will get you there. When you don't understand, you'll be saying, this world is not my home. I'm just passing through. And you will make no significant impact, no significant change. Understanding. Let me quickly share with you about five characteristics of men of understanding. When you understand, certain things will begin to come your way. The first one is you will attain wise counsel. You will be wise. When you are a man of understanding, you'll be wise. Wisdom means correct application of knowledge. You will know, you'll be at the right place at the right time, doing the right things at the right time, saying the right things at the right time. You will attain unto wise counsels. Proverbs 1.5. Quickly put that on the screen for the people of God. Proverbs 1.5. Quickly, quickly. Proverbs 1.5. A wise man will hear and will increase in learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto what? Wise counsels. You'll be wise. You will attain it. You will be there. You will attain it. It won't be by struggle. You will achieve it. Amen? Wise counsels. 
You just be at the right place at the right time. Do the right thing at the right time. Say the right thing at the right time. Be in the right place. Meeting the right people at the right time. There is a force that guards you when understanding is in place that leads you to wise counsel. Number two, one of the things that a, a man of a man of uh, one of the things that a man of understanding will have is called an excellent spirit. New King James Version calls it a calm spirit, an excellent spirit. You just see that excellence becomes your hallmark. Proverbs 17, 27 says, He who has knowledge spears his words, but a man of understanding has an excellent spirit. King James says excellent spirit. New King James says calm spirit. Praise God. Number three, number three. A man of understanding draws out counsel. He pulls counsel out. Anytime he's at a crossroads, he knows how to pull counsel out. What needs to be done is just done. Praise God. Even when the whole world is still stuttering, doesn't know what to be done, it becomes crystal clear to him. How does it become crystal clear? Proverbs 20 verse 5. Let me give you the word for it. Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 20 verse 5. He said, counsel is in the heart of a man. He said, counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water. But a man of understanding will do what? Will pull it out. Will draw it out. Will draw it out. Will pull it out. That, ah, okay, there is counsel in the word of God. But the one that is right for the moment and the hour, a man of understanding will pull it out. Many can be the counsels of the righteous. Praise God. In the multitude of counsel, there is safety. But which counsel is the one for the hour? A man of understanding can draw it out. For example, in the world today, there are so many counsels going out. Buy a house. Don't buy a house. Stock up your house. We don't know how this pandemic is going. Don't stock up your house. Keep your job. We don't know how it's going. Don't keep your job. Oh, the job has moved from this to this. Invest in these stocks and not these stocks. There were so many counsels. Everybody seems to know what to do. But how many people know that all of, nobody knows what to do. But a man of understanding, he will know what to do. Are you listening to me? And what you do at this time will be the right decision in the name of Jesus. You will draw it out in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 22 verse 3. Proverbs 23, verse 3, a prudent man. You see, there's one thing about a man of understanding. He escapes evil. No evil will befall you. No plague will come near your dwelling place. You know why a man of understanding escapes evil? Proverbs 22, verse 3. He says a prudent man. In other words, says a man of understanding. is called a prudent man. Foresees evil and does what? And hides himself. A man of understanding will understand when evil is coming. Will understand when danger is coming. And do what? Excuse himself from that danger. A lot of children of God don't bear signals to, to this. When danger is coming. If you look at it, if you get yourself in a mess, you would have seen the signals coming. But you didn't pay attention. Why? Understanding was missing understanding. A prudent man, a man of understanding, will foresee evil coming and will hide himself. 
He will hide himself. And God will give you understanding in this season in the name of Jesus Christ. This is where we are ending the part one of this series. The main thing God is telling us today is to go after understanding. Pursue understanding. Let the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. That was the story of Issachar, how he was able to distinguish himself, how he was able to overcome negative prophecy over his life, how he was able to overcome circumstance of his birth. It was understanding. And I'm praying for you this morning that God will give you understanding like never before. If you believe that, say a good amen. amen. I say, say a good amen. amen. Rise up on your feet like a champion. We're going to pray together. I'm giving some time for us to pray. Let me quickly warn you at home. Please don't be distracted. I want you play, praying. Pray with all your heart. In Jesus' name. Proverbs 4, 5. It says, get wisdom. Get understanding. You will need to go after it. He said, get understanding. Understanding doesn't come. You have to go after it. First of all, I want you to lift up your hands to heaven and thank God that you are coming to a message like this in this new season. It's a month of new season and God is giving you instructions to go for understanding. I want you to lift up your hands and begin to pray wherever you are, thanking God for bringing you this message. I know he brought it to you because he loves you. He wants you to do exceptionally well in this new season. He wants to position you because it's the season of your great harvest. God wants you to have bounty harvest this year. But you need to position yourself. Oh, begin to trust him to position you in the name of Jesus Christ. We have prayed. Now the Bible says get wisdom, get understanding in verse 5. Of Proverbs chapter 4. I want you to open up your mouth and command that understanding will be your portion in this new season that God has brought you to in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Father, I thank you. I thank you because understanding is mine. I thank you because understanding is my portion in the land of a living. You have brought me thus far to even make me enter into a realm of deep understanding. Let the depth of understanding be my portion in this new season. I receive it by the power of your spirit. I thank you for it because shouts of thanksgiving and melody shall be in my lips, shall be in my house, shall be in my life. In the name of Jesus. Proverbs 4, 7. Proverbs 4, 7. He said, though it cost you, though it cost all you have, get understanding. The price of understanding is priceless. He said, it might get, it, therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Even if it costs you all that you have, do not lack understanding. Lift up your hands to heaven. Begin to thank God that he will release that understanding to you. He will release that understanding to you. Father, with all that is in within me, I'm trusting you in this new season. Understanding greater than the days of Issachar. Lord, you will release unto me. Because greater than Issachar has come. The Lord Jesus lives on the inside of me. And understanding is his. He unlocked the understanding of men in the days of his flesh. Lord Jesus, unlock my understanding. Let my understanding come forth in the name of Jesus. 
In Jesus' name we are prayed. Ephesians 1.18 talks about the eyes of our understanding. The eye of the spirit. The inner eye. Not this physical eye. The eye of the spirit. To look into the realm of the spirit. He said that the eye of our understanding being enlightened. I want you to put your right hand on your head. And trust God and thank God for the eyes of your understanding. To be enlightened. Receive it in the name of Jesus. That my inner eyes be enlightened, O oh God. I receive grace for the eyes of my understanding. To be enlightened in this, in this season. By the power of your spirit I receive. Enlightenment to my understanding. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. And lastly... In 1 Chronicles 12, 3, it says, All their brethren were at their command. All their brethren were at their command. I want you to cry unto God that in this new season, I will make a difference by the power of your spirit that will impact all my brethren. A difference that will impact my generation. Like the Issachar, they impacted their generation. All their brethren were at their command. In the name of Jesus, God position me, position me to a place, to a point where Lord I will make impact in my generation via the understanding you are giving me. In the name of Jesus, I receive grace for the understanding. I receive grace. I receive grace in this new season in understanding in Jesus name we are praying thank you for listening we hope you have been blessed by the word today please join our services every Sunday live at 9am and 11am and our Bible study every Friday at 7pm at 95 Church Street St. Catharines we hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you